Welcome to Changing the Rules, a weekly podcast about people who are living their best life and how you can figure out how to do it too. Join us with your lively host, Ray Lowe, better known as the luckiest guy in the world. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Changing the Rules. This is this is Ray Lowe, the quote-unquote lively host, and Christine kind of set me up with that. And we had a Christmas party last night, Christine. I'm not so oh. lively this morning, so you're going to have to fill in for me. All right, there. all right. Yeah, too too much uh, too much eggnog, huh? And yeah, jingle, well, jingle I don't jam, know. So huh? I think I I hope we always do better than eggnog. So so anyway, changing the rules is our show that's been going on for a couple of years now, and it is about the fact that we have too many rules in our life and rules clutter our life and rules allow us to do two things and only two things we either have to obey and there are things that we must do or we can't do or the smart people in the world the luckiest people in the world change the rules so that they can create a life of their own and live it under their own terms. So last year we had a great year we we talked to some incredible people. And uh, Christine uh, Parsons of Parsons PR, welcome to Changing the Rules and and introduce yourself and then uh, kind of kick off by talking a little bit about um, what you thought we accomplished last year. Sure, sure. Yeah, th- thank you. Thank you, Ray. And uh, yes, I'm Chris Parsons, Parsons PR. I've been doing this since 2015. I did it before I met Ray, but Ray has given me some great pointers through the years on how to strengthen your sole proprietorship and, and small entrepreneur businesses because uh, that's that has its ups and downs with it. And the luckiest people in the world always find a way to solve things. So that's what I learned. I, I do know we have done a lot. We've been very, very busy this year, and it's been a pretty crazy, different, strange year. We, uh, well, you've done about 95. You're almost at 100 episodes total of what you've done with Changing the Rules. And this year alone, you did 45. So uh, this is our last one. We'll start up in January. But uh, they've been fascinating. I, I, I was looking through some of the episodes, and I think we started out at the beginning of the year, January, of some very interesting people. One is a master barbecuer in, uh, in Georgia, but he grew up in Africa among wild animals and uh, a lot of conflict in the country. So that was fascinating. And then we ended, I think just last week, with a woman who was a high-powered corporate executive who, uh, who, lived, who lived a real high-powered, strong life, and now she's braving the world of entrepreneurism and doing her own business. And just some of the interesting things she's learned. It's really fascinating people, and there's so many stories out there. And every day, I'm fascinated or every week, actually, when we do this, to see some different things. And Ray, you do have a wonderful knack of bringing out uh, things in people. And we learn things about people that you would never even imagine by meeting them. Yeah, so let me tell you what we're going to do next year. This is a pre-call. We're not into next year yet, but real quickly. <laughs> yeah, think so we're going to skip it. We're going to skip our 100th episode. You know, changing the rules. Everybody has a 100th episode sooner or later. We're not going to have one. We're going to go right from 99 to 101. So (laughs) Taylor's got to figure out how we do that. Uh, Because 
why should we have a 100 when it's just what everybody else will do? So I found a couple of interesting things that came up last year. We, we did a series on this idea of where we're going to all live as we get older. And, and we had some people uh, come in and talk about lifestyle settings. They talked a little bit about uh, long-term care kinds of things and the things that we have to make so that we continue to feel lucky. And, and you know, one of the things that keeps coming out of this luckiest people in the world is that, that they have a vision and a plan. Now, the plan is not a 100% guaranteed plan. It's a plan that allows for a lot of pivoting. Uh, but but they have a sense of where they're going to go and what they're going to do. And, and we found that people who don't think that way all of a sudden run into roadblocks where things change and they have no idea where they're going to go and they waste huge amounts of their life. Mm-hmm. So yep. um, uh, we, we talked a lot about that. We, we interviewed a number of writers last year. And, yes. and there were writers of different things. We had um, uh, a young lady who's writing children's books uh, who uh, based them on a dog that she had that uh, died. And we have the stories of Mo and, and how he traveled the United States. And this is all geared towards helping younger children get a sense of uh, where they are in the country. And getting right, a sense nobody of geography. Knows nobody, nobody seems to know how to get any place these days. <laughs> yeah, we we had a bunch of uh, people who write on um, memoirs and telling their stories. So we had Donna Lubau from uh, Chicago, and she talked a little bit about um, uh, the theater that she runs, where people can write a five-minute story and stand up in a bistro and read or tell their story in front of a group. And it's amazing how many people come up with great stories. And, and we had Clemence, and, and Clemence is a, a uh, writer of memoirs. She helps people write their memoirs and things like that. We had filmmakers. We had a couple of them this year. We had Ariella Noble. Uh, she's a filmmaker that, uh, filmmaker that talks about stories about America. And she was working about some uh, uh, exciting things about we're all Americans. Why do we think we're different? You know, and interestingly enough, talk about people who break the rules and change the rules. I just got an email from her the other day. She just picked up and moved to Argentina. Wow, really? Yeah. So, you know, you want to break some rules? Let's go, right? (laughs) Yeah, I'll go to Argentina. That's great. And and also, we we found the, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, and I was just going to say what what also was interesting this year is there was quite a lot of pivoting, you know, because of this pandemic, which we're not totally out of yet. And that was fascinating to see. And I, I go back to what you said, having a plan makes sense because they don't get flustered. They don't, you know, curl up and, and uh, you know, don't know what to do and panic. They just find a way to pivot. And I think all of us, uh, you and I included, learned a lot more about technology and Zoom calls and how to communicate virtually to the point where I, I enjoy it more now. I mean, it's kind of nice to do things in your pajamas and not have to get dressed up all the time, but it, well, you know, let, everybody learned how to communicate differently. You know, let's, let's think about that a little bit because there are two major things that I learned out of doing these podcasts last year. Um, uh, number one is that we're probably living in one of the most fascinating periods ever of time. 
Mm-hmm. You know, we sit there and and there's two groups of people. There are those that dwell on the, the kind of terror of COVID, you know, the fact that uh, it's been awful. We've had um, 800,000 people die in this country. And uh, yes, it has been an awful experience. But there's another group of people that have taken this <coughs> and they've just made it into one of the most vibrant periods ever. So I remember talking to Sky Bergman. Um, Sky is a filmmaker from California, and she put together a film last year that aired on PBS. And it was about a whole bunch of people in their 80s and 90s and how they talk about life. And one of the comments that she came up is she said, you know, I if we had been in normal times, I never could have introduced this film to all of the people I had a chance to introduce them to, because I would not have flown to Europe to do a showing of the film. I would not have flown all over the country, and yet with Zoom, I was able to do these things. And a whole lot of people got the benefit of what I did that otherwise wouldn't. So I think, again, the luckiest people in the world just think this way. And and they they uh, and it's one of the big things that I learned. Yeah, no, I, I, I found it fascinating that uh, that I, you know, I'm a little older. I didn't think I could do some of these things and I could. And now I feel a little bit more proficient in a lot of the technology. And that's a that's a wonderful feeling. Yeah, you're fading out, Christine. Oh, I am. Well. I'm, I'm so talk here. into the mic. Okay, I'm talking into the mic. Can you hear me All now? Right. Okay, yes. there we go. There we go. Just like that um, ad, I can hear you now. You can hear you can hear me now, yeah. right? Um, yeah. No, I just feel like I learned a lot more technology technology wise than before, and it gives you a wonderful sense of confidence that you know, now you can you know master these well, newfangled know, things. You know, and there's more to it than just the technology and just the fact that. Uh, you know, we can do these things. We run in, we've run into some people that have made changes because of what we went through. So right. you mentioned Paula a while ago, yeah. and Paula is a perfect example of it. Here, here is a person who was successful by all means. She's she's a partner in a very, very large consulting firm. She's making gobs of money. Okay, she's generally excited about what she does. She's working on interesting things. And then one day she sat back and said, you know, enough is enough. Yep. And I'm going to make this change. And we're seeing people do this. You know, uh, the Gallup poll people came out a long time ago, a couple of years ago. I guess that's a long time. And yeah. and they said that 80% of the people in the United States, quote, hate their stupid jobs. Now, I think hate is probably a little bit That's a little extravagant as a word, <laughs> but but I certainly have met a lot of people that are not totally happy with their jobs. Well, look at what's happening in, in society right now. We all learned we don't have to go to the office anymore. So now companies are coming back and say, okay, it's time to get back to the office. And people are saying, no, I'm not going, Okay. And I'll quit my job if I have to. Well, you know, talk about exciting times and about an exciting opportunity to follow what's fascinating and motivating to you and to do what you want to do in life. 
Right, be happier. That's that's what it's all about. What do they say? Nobody puts on your tombstone, you know, what you did at work. They talk about the things you did that you enjoyed in life. Yeah. Okay. So I learned another batch of things here. Okay. And I, I'd like to hear your take on it, but let me kind of get through this. We have great stories all around us. All we got to do is listen. Right. So we did a series last year on storytelling. We had Bonnie Shea come on and talk about photographs. We had Rebecca Hoffman come on and talk about the power of a story. And one of the things that uh, Rebecca said in her interview, she said, I go to parties and, and I don't ask people what they do. I ask them, tell me a story. So I did that the other day. Sounds really stupid, but we were at a Christmas party, all right? And I'm sitting there, and there's this lady sitting across from me, and I, she's one of my neighbors. I hadn't really met her before. And I would guess she's in her 70s, 80s, maybe older, uh, but a vibrant young lady. And I said, Jane, so what's your story? And why was I impressed? So Jane... Uh -huh has a 1912 EMF. Now, I didn't know what an EMF was, but it's a car. Yeah, what is that? Well, it's a wow. car. Right. And you have to crank it to start it. <laughs> now, she's, she's got a real car, too. But all of a sudden, we got into this great story about old-time cars, and uh, I think I'm going to get a ride in one of these. Um, I can guarantee you that Jane will be on one of our podcasts, and we're going to talk about following what's fascinating and motivating and some of the things that you can do in life. Right. And you don't get this if you don't ask the right questions to people. So at dinner last night, okay, I'm I'm uh, talking to a friend of mine, and uh, my friend uh, Dick Coyne uh, said, uh, come on over to my table over here, Ray. I've got a guy I want you to introduce you to, and I met John. Uh, John is well into his 90s. He is an incredibly lucid guy. He tells stories great, and he was telling us last night about his father and how his father was getting out of the service in World War I, okay? And a colonel came up to him and said, Al, Al was his father's name, and, and uh, I said, Al, what's your plan for what you're going to do when you leave the service? And Al came up and said, gee, I don't know. And the colonel came back and said, that's not an acceptable answer, Al, okay? <laughs> and And, you know, uh, he gave Al his ABCs of life. And I'm excited now to hear more about this. So I can guarantee you, John will be on our podcast in the future, and he's going to tell us about these ABCs and how he used it to structure his life and how he used it to help his, help his kids and other people around them. And the whole idea comes back to if you don't have a plan and you don't have a vision, you're not going anywhere. You're going to run around in circles. Right. That's so true. Listen to the stories. It's one of the things I learned. So what stories did you hear, Christine? Well, I was also going to, I'm already jumping ahead with you saying plan is, so what is the plan for 2022? You know, we, we finished here this year. Very, very exciting. What, what do we want to do for 2022 with changing the rules? You mean you actually want me to have a plan? 
Oh, I don't no. have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, go back to John and get the ABCs. Well, yeah, it's it's true. So so uh, I think we've got a great plan going forward. So we also did uh, a kind of a test this year. We had our first kind of coming out party. Yes, that was fun. Which, we actually got an in-person event, which we were very safe and careful, but it felt really good to get about, what, maybe 20 people together, I think. Yeah, so tell us about it, because you did all the work putting it together. Yeah, it was great. Well, one of our one of our people that we interviewed in 2021 was Jeff Lincoln of Passero's Coffee in Philadelphia, and he went through a real change because he had several stores in the Philadelphia region, and like every other city in the United States, it closed down. And he had to pivot and figure out what to do. And he always had a plan. His plan, as we go back to that, was to strengthen his online business, sell more coffee online, get some more memberships going, and also to, um, he has this great little package. It's a coffee adventure where literally you can send your loved ones or your friends a coffee package, and then you can get him to do a virtual kind of conference with everybody and you kind of do a coffee tasting. And so that was really fun what he worked on on 2021. And then what we did is we got a couple of people together to go to his warehouse where he actually brews his coffee at his roastery. Um, what did he name his roastery? What was her name? Lulu or something. He had a name for it. It was great. But um, we got a wonderful tour of this roastery in the heart of Philadelphia, really a lovely place. And we learned so much about coffee, all about the difference between organic coffee and non-organic and how you brew it and what you look for in the taste. We even learned that cream and sugar in your coffee was never for flavor. It was because they rationed coffee during World War II. That's how that Yeah, and it was so started. bad. Yeah, it was because it, so, <laughs> it was so bad, right? Because they had to weaken it and ration it. So, so we learned a lot. We learned a lot about coffee, but we also learned we can actually have a coming out party, okay? Well, right, because it was fun, and it was great to see everybody, and it was great to get everybody uh, interacting. And even though the virtual stuff is really fun, and I think I still feel good about it, it still does not replace standing next to somebody, talking one-on-one. -on -one. It, it doesn't replace that, and we can't lose that because that and, is important. And nobody got sick. Nobody got sick? Nope, nope. Because we used some some precautions, we were careful about what we did, and we're able to get back out. So yep. what are we going to do next year? Well, we're going to try and have a little bigger one. Now we're yep. going to plan something. A few more people. Yeah, we don't we don't have the date yet, but uh, I'm going to get a whole bunch of people to uh, my new home in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, uh, <laughs> where I'm finding this is an exciting little city, and I'm anxious to share it with other people. And uh, uh, we'll be announcing the date of when we're going to do that. And obviously, we're taking precautions. You know, uh, there's a chance if this stuff goes wild, we may postpone it for a while. But but the whole idea is we're ready to get back out, do it carefully, do it cautiously. But I miss people. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's good. It's, well, it's there's also another... There's also another big thing coming next year, right? You've been, you and I have been working on for months now. What's the exciting new news for the new year? A book, you mean? Yes, your book. Okay, so hopefully, 
mid-March, early April, we'll be coming out with a new book and aptly called Changing the Rules, by the way. And uh, we're going to be talking about uh, people and how they change the rules and live life in a better way. We have a whole bunch of stories that are coming out of a podcast that we're doing. And we actually have a how to do it set of worksheets in there so that you can mm-hmm. get your thinking in gear. And we talk a lot about the mindsets of the luckiest people in the world. And uh, uh, let me just give you two or three real quickly, because I think that they're leading us to where our podcasts are going to go. So, so the luckiest people in the world follow what's fascinating and motivating to that. Uh, They don't get caught in traps. And we're seeing people now all of a sudden leaving jobs where they've been established because it's no longer fascinating and motivating. And it's time to get out and make changes. Uh, We're talking about uh, people who know what they want. Now, knowing what you want is very, very difficult to do, but there's a process for it. And, and, and that's in the about book, right? That's in the book yeah. to kind of help people because we can't assume everybody has a plan, but this book really helps people take the step, just like a fitness plan. You start small with different exercises. We have like mental exercises to help you figure out what your plan might be. You might always have had a plan, but you never were able to articulate it. And this book will help you, we hope. You know, and and one of the biggest ones, and we're going to spend some time on it next year because I now have a a great source of new people to talk to, but we're going to talk about how the luckiest people in the world stop worrying about aging and concentrate on living. That's great. And, and, uh, you know, that whole mindset of not thinking about getting older, you don't dwell on what you can't do anymore. You dwell on what you can do and how you can do it great. And uh, it's exciting. So I think, I think, I think we've got a great um, series coming up. We have the process of a new virtual or not virtual, but a live friends conference. Uh, Mm -hmm. We have a book who's going to, lay out the mindsets of the luckiest people in the world and how they use them. It's a storybook and a workbook. And we're going to meet a whole lot of new people. And we're going to bring back some of the older people who we wrote about in this book to find out what's changing in their lives and how they're coping with the change. And we all know that things are going to change. And we all know that when things change, we have to change the rules in our favor to make sure that we stay with it all. And and you have to almost, you also have to kind of get over any fear of change because I think that that's what keeps a lot of people in quicksand. They're afraid to change. You know, if the status quo is comfortable, they like, well, everything's fine, but change every time you make a change in the positive direction, it just enhances your life. And what's what's that phrase? I've heard that many times. You better get busy living or get busy dying. You know, I mean, don't think about growing older. Don't think about what you can't do. Think about what you can do. And you'd be surprised at how much things come out. And that's what we've learned with these people. We, We encourage you to come and listen to the podcast. It's very easy. It's long, but, but put it in your saved things. The luckiest people in the world.com. Well, it's a mouthful, but once you get it in your computer, you can always go back to it and listen to the episodes when you're, you know, during the holidays, you have a couple days off when you're taking your walk, put on your uh, headphones and iPods and listen to it. It's, 
these stories are fascinating, and I guarantee you, you will find a kernel of something that relates to you. Is that a kernel in the army or the navy, or no, a kernel yeah, corn, a kernel. or a kernel in some a other corn? That I sit and watch TV with a popcorn kernel. <laughs> okay, so so anyway, that's kind of a recap of where we've gone, and. Uh, I don't know about everybody else, but I've been asked a number of times why I put forth the effort to interview people and talk to people and do the podcast. And it's because it's incredibly fascinating and incredibly motivating to do this. And one of the things that I encourage everybody else to do is get out there and find those stories that are surrounding you. Yep. And find a way to get them out. And the easiest way is tell me a story. John, what's your story? Whatever it is, and you'll be amazed at how people are sharing with you, and you'll be amazed at the gems of wisdom, and and they're exciting, and they're motivating, and you'll wake up the next morning excited about life. So right. that's what we're it's all more about. More positive than saying, tell me what you heard on the news last night. <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't want to go there it's these started. days, we do we? <laughs> So, so anyway, we're going to take, we're going to sign off until next year. We'll see you in January and with an exciting podcast. And we already have it laid out. We've got some great people coming in next year, exciting stories, new events, a book, how to do this to help you put this together and make sure you listen because the people we interview are telling you how they did it and what they did. And I guarantee it will be fascinating and motivating. So Taylor, thanks much. Chris Parsons, thanks for being with us. And all of our people that are listening, thanks again for supporting us the way you did. Yep. And have a happy and safe holiday. Thank you for listening to Changing the Rules, a weekly podcast about people who are living their best life and how you can figure out how to do that, too. Join us with your lively host, Ray Lowe, better known as the luckiest guy in the world.